Hello and welcome. Legally Brief presents the Child Athlete Abuse Podcast. I'm your host, Judy Saunders. I'm a lawyer, mother, and survivor. I work with competitive youth athletes, survivors of abuse, and their families who are dealing with abusive authority figures. This podcast is for anyone who is fed up, dealing with fear, and searching for answers. I really hope that you enjoy the contents of each episode, but remember, it is never a substitute for speaking directly with an attorney who knows and understands your unique circumstances. If you're looking for past episodes, head on over to my website, jsaunderslawfirm.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the newsletter. And one more thing, don't forget to rate and review the show and leave a comment. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into the show. August is the time that we are going to look at the abuse, allegations of abuse, physical, mental, and emotional of child actors and actresses in Hollywood and the performing arts. It's important that we look at this because as a public, as a consumer of entertainment, I know that I don't want to be complacent or unknowingly taking part in any form of entertainment where children could be harmed. And I know that you, as a listener to this show, want to stay informed and also do not want to be a part of that. So what I've done on this episode in particular is that I've invited my summer associate, Neha Kalaraman, to talk a little bit about Nickelodeon and in particular the show iCarly. This show was created and produced by the very famous Hollywood authority figure, Dan Schneider. In the show, one of the actresses, Janet McCarty, played Sam Puckett. So on the show, this character, Sam, was portrayed to be very tomboyish, sarcastic, aggressive, no respect for other people. And in particular, there were often scenes of her consuming buckets of fried chicken and eating very unhealthy or eating at will as much as she wanted to. What Neha found out and what she's going to talk to you about on this episode is that in real life, as is often the case, it was just the opposite. And that in actuality, the actress behind this character, Sam Puckett, was suffering. Suffering through verbal abuse, allegations these are, of verbal abuse by those around her, the adults around her that were pushing this career on her, and that she was actually had a eating disorder for many, many years. This show grew. It was a phenomenon. There were other shows that Daniel Snyder also created, and there were also allegations that he had and engaged in this form of uh, exploiting children through partially through what I guess can best be described as a foot fetish. It should be noted that Mr. Snyderman has denied these allegations. And to date, I am not aware of any criminal or civil case or investigation against him. So these are just allegations. And in fact, through the New York Times and through other media outlets, he has denied ever acting inappropriate with any child of any age. And he says, especially minors. So these are just 
some of the findings that are out there that Niha and I will talk about on this episode as we look behind the curtain, so to speak, of Hollywood and other performing arts and try to stay informed. I think it's so important. One of the purposes of this show is to just no longer sit back and be, you know, shocked when we hear about child abuse and the places that it takes place, but that we consciously think, talk about this, and when necessary, act. Neha is going to talk about a California bill that was passed not too long ago that requires the education of actors and actresses, young actors and actresses, and also just maybe some suggestions of what we can do before we grab the proverbial bag of popcorn and sit down and entertain ourselves to think, stop and think what's going on behind these roles and characters that children are playing. I hope you enjoy the show. And as always, it's a privilege to have you listening. Hello. Thank you, everyone, for joining us again the month of August on the Child Athlete Abuse Podcast. We are dedicating to looking at, of course, abuse in all of its forms and all of the places. And one of the places for August that we're looking at is the abuse of child actors. As part of that, my summer associate, Neha Kalaraman, and Neha, you will pronounce your name correctly. I apologize profusely over the course of this summer and if I ever get it wrong. But Neha was kind enough to help me work on a few episodes this August as we look at some of the abuses that child actors have had to go through. And it's important that not only did Neha look at this and write about it, but I wanted to invite her on the show to give her perspective, her opinions about what's going on and kind of what she saw and what she found. Part of what spurred or caused me to look at these abuses in Hollywood, as Neha, we were talking before we hit record, was what's going on with the Free Britney movement. It really got me to thinking, what are we doing as a public? What are we doing or what are we not doing? Are we complacent in maybe some of the abuses? And that's why we're looking into this. And then it was also, as I said before, I think I posted recently, Neha, about how August is kind of the summer movie months. We go to the, that's like a break from the heat. And my boys had gone to see that movie, what is it, Black Widow? And there were a few child actors in that. So that also got me thinking about this. So let's jump right in. Tell everyone, pronounce first your name for us, a beautiful name, just as beautiful as you are and the work that you've done. Pronounce your name, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, your education, what you're doing, and then we'll jump right into about what you found and who you investigated. Yeah, so hi, I'm Neha Kalyan Raman. I'm actually really interested in law and psychology, and I guess that's what makes this so interesting is the fact that I do love like researching psychology and working a lot in that field. Excellent. Thank you so much for that. So tell us, let's talk about, tell every, give everyone a little bit of background into what part we talked about. And this August, we're talking about child performers, not only in Hollywood, but also in other performing arts. But in particular, what Hollywood show did you look into the actors or actresses? And what did you find? Let's just jump right in and talk about that. Yes. So I grew up watching iCarly and Sam and Cat, and those were just two Nickelodeon shows. They were both written by Dan Schneider, 
and they just star Miranda Cosgrove, Jeanette McCurdy, like, and it's just, it's like a sitcom about these two girls that, like, have their own little web show, and it's, like, recently came back to light and is now, like, popular again because they're rebooting it, but this time they left out, like, the one of the main characters, Sam Puckett, which is played by Jeanette McCurdy, and I guess that's what sparked my interest because I was always like, why did she drop out? Why isn't she there if the rest of the cast is there? And so... And what did you find? Well, what I found was that throughout her time in Hollywood, that there was a lot of abuse there, and there was a lot of forcing her to do what she didn't want to... Like, that wasn't her... That what was in her path. Like, it wasn't in her path to be a Hollywood actor. It was mainly what her mom was forcing her to do for money, and then when she was in it, she couldn't get out because it's almost like a rabbit hole. Did you find that this abuse that she endured, how did it present or how did it manifest herself? So did she start some type of self-harm? Did she have any type of eating disorders, bulimia or anything like that? What, how did it present itself? Yeah, so she just started off just working like roles in Hollywood. But as she started getting older, she wanted to still play like a younger part because that's where she could get money and that's what she was good at playing. But if she wanted to play a younger age, then she had to remain like physically small. Mm -hmm. So basically, the fact that she always had to be small and always on just made her like really like focus on food and her body and like the image of it. And so she's had like a disordered eating when Mm -hmm. she was 11. And it just started with not eating that much. Her parents like specifically her mom would monitor her bites like and be like oh you've had too much food for the day and they would she would measure her thighs she was just very obsessed with the way her body was and then at some point it got to the fact that she started having bulimia and she thought that that was the only way that she could keep skinny and it was almost just like no one really cared about how she was actually doing mentally because she looked the same. You know, what I found, it is frustrating, but it's so common that you see this pattern of in both competitive sports that becomes abusive, not healthy sports, but competitive sports that becomes abusive. And also now what you're telling us and what we're talking about, it seems to really rest and rely on this notion that you have to stay small, that you can't eat, you can't change. And how ridiculous is it? How do you push back against something that's going to happen to all of us? You have to grow. You have to eat. So in this sense, this young actress started to feel, you found, that in order to get the roles, in order to please her mother, in order to stay relevant, she had to stop eating and it led to these eating disorders. That's what you saw? Yeah, and I actually found out that her mom might have actually had an eating disorder too and like projected it on to her. So it like made her super focused when she was like 10, 11, even before Hollywood, she still had like her mind on food. So that also brings us to another point, Neha. So in some of the past shows that I've done and speaking with Olympian Catherine Starr, we talked about how if a parent is not aligned, if they don't have everything, any past harms, any past injuries, emotionally or psychologically, that they then can project that onto their then talented child, be it a talented athlete, or in this case, we're talking about, you know, a talented 
talented actress. So that's interesting that you found that, that the mother may have had some type of unresolved eating issues. What did you learn about abuse that she suffered, I guess, from others in the industry? So be it managers, agents, writers, producers, what did you learn about? And I think you mentioned Dan Schneider, who created the show. What did you learn about that? Yeah, well, well, Dan Schneider is a pretty controversial person. And he was abusing like a lot of the young girls there without them even noticing. And it actually came to the fact where he actually like inadvertently got like foot pictures from like many young girls on the internet by just like projecting, I guess, his fetish onto not just not just uh, Jeanette McCurdy, not just like the girls and the cats, but then also like a bunch of other girls that are using social media. So on the shows like Sam and Cat and I Carly, there would always just be scenes where the girls would have to use their feet or like just do obscene things that is not meant for a child's show. And it was instructed by him. And then he would also post on Twitter, if you're excited for iCarly, like, put yay on your foot and post a picture on Twitter, which is, it's absolutely crazy to even think about it. So now tell me, and I, I have to say that, of course, these are all allegations. None of this has been proven. And there was a New York Times article where uh, Dan Schneider did respond. And this is a response that was quoted by the New York Times. He says that he categorically denies ever acting inappropriately. It's quoted that Mr. Schneider said, I could not and would not have the long-term friendships and continued loyalty from so many reputable people if I mistreated my actors at any age, especially minors, he said. He went on to say that if people perceived him, talking less about this foot fetish that you just mentioned, but there were allegations also that he was verbally abusive. And in response to that, Mr. Snyder said via this New York Times article that if he was perceived as being difficult, it was because he has high standards and he wants to defend his creativity, so to speak, which... Again, these are allegations. They have not been proven as far as I know. As far as I know, there haven't been any lawsuits filed by this actress or others. But I will tell you that in dealing with cases of child abuse, psychological, emotional abuse, that the one thing (laughs) that does not release someone or prove their innocence, so to speak, is the mere fact that one, a lawsuit hasn't been filed, or the mere fact that others within their circle have not come out against them. So for example, so many times you would have an abusive coach or other authority figure, and their peers would not say anything about it. And one thing, when you have these small ecosystems such as competitive sports or Hollywood when so much rides on the fact that, you know, if you speak out, there could be backlash. You know, I just say that in response to, you know, Mr. Snyder saying that so many reputable people, you know, are still on his side and loyal to him. Like, look, I'm not saying that these allegations are true or that they take on a, you know, criminal nature, but the mere fact that others are still loyal to you. I mean, look at Harvey Weinstein. None of his peers spoke out against him. But just, you know, just putting that out there that that was Mr. Snyder's response. But now tell me, as you were watching these shows, you know, growing up, did you, and this is personally your opinion, what did you think when you saw these different things posted or about the feet or, you know, these pictures? What did you feel, you and your peers at the time? Well, honestly, like, 
thinking back at it like now like it was like shocking to initially hear about this stuff especially with like the eating disorder when you were like watching this show her little interest was to eat a ton and I'm sure like that also added to her eating disorder but like if you're watching the show she would always just be eating like fried chicken she'd like always just have something and then so you never really like think that she would have an eating disorder or struggle with eating and then with like the feet like you just don't think about that stuff when you're young I guess you're kind of naive and you don't really think about like the intentions because he would be like I would repeat he would repost it if you post your feet like he and you always want like a repost from like a famous person because oh my god you're like young and that's like that's what's on your mind I did not know about this I did not know about this until you brought this up to me, you know, in doing this investigation, I did not know about this posting of the feet, which I find personally offensive, but I mean, but you're right. So that leads me Niha, to this next kind of question. What did you find and what is your opinion? Are we the viewers, the public, you know, are we complacent? Do we kind of, you know, not knowing about this are we also contributing to maybe some of the suffering of these child actresses and actors? What do you think? Well, I honestly don't think that in this case, I don't really think the public is complicit in the abuse. I think that in Hollywood, there's so many people that are so high powered that they can just easily cover it up with some money. And I think eating disorders are just so common in Hollywood that you really can't tell if someone's just healthy and thin and just naturally like that. True. Or if someone is suffering. And I think that... She, McCurdy, like, once talked about how she was on a red carpet and she could literally, like, pinpoint the people that were having an eating disorder and people that weren't. And I think that that just goes to say that if you're in the industry, I think you can understand it. But if you're not, then it's almost, like, you're very naive to the abuse because everyone kind of just looks the same. It's doing, it's just normalized. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's the same. I think especially in Hollywood, I think you're like, it's like a known fact that if you want to make it, you have to be skinny. So when you see skinny people, you don't really think, you don't really think about it because it's like, it's like notoriously just catered towards like those who are thin. So you really just, you almost like ignore it if someone's like unhealthily thin because that's the only thing you see on TV. So what impact do you think it has on you, the viewers, you know, your generation who are seeing these very thin girls, these very thin women? Do you think that then sends the message to viewers, to girls, your generation and younger, this is the continues to be the standard? And, you know, I'll I'll add on to that, you know, a comment that that was the standard of beauty that I was brought up in stay thin you know at whatever cost do you think that's still the message yeah I 100% think that that's still a message I think that like even if there's like plus size like actresses they're always like there's always like jokes written towards them it's like they're almost like made like fun of because they're plus size so even if they're they are inclusive it's not really that inclusive and I think it still sends the message that like skinny is better when that's really not true at all so tell me something else about the messaging that this show sent that may or may not have been destructive. You said that the role that McCready played was one where that she was always eating all the time. Was it also one that she was kind of, was she verbally aggressive? Was she more hyper feminine? What, what was the role that she played on the show? Yeah, so she was like super tomboyish. She was sarcastic. She was aggressive. It was almost like she had no respect for anything. And Really, like, she was just playing a character that was really the quite literal opposite of herself. And I think that contributed because I think, like, 
when you see like a TV show and you're seeing someone who's like super tomboyish and like it's almost like she had to eat for that like she was forced to eat for that role but then when she got home her agents would be like no you can't eat you have to be skinny so they think you're a kid and it's almost like confusing to think about what did you find or in your opinion do you think she had anyone protecting her as a child honestly no I don't think she had anyone because I think when stuff like this happens like you normally go to your parents but then when your parents encourage you like what are you supposed to do at that point? And of course, you know, again, disclaimer that this is just what we found out to be in the press. We don't know the extent and if anything's been proven as to the parents. You know, this is, you know, speculation and opinion. So then tell me if there is a scenario where, and just pure hypothetical, if the parents are not protecting, but you have a talented child who wants to be in this universe, in in these performing arts, in Hollywood, is it hopeless? Is there any way, what do you think we can do now that we're bringing awareness to this? What do you think we can do? What ways are there to protect child actors or actresses? Well, recently, like in California, like just in 2019, there were, there have been more stricter like rules and laws that are enforced for children's safeties. Like now children are forced to take like sexual harassment training so they're able to know like what sexual harassment actually is and if that's actually occurring to them and I mean I think there's there should be like a lot of advocacy for like stronger and like more restrictive laws just because there it's so easy to just find loopholes in this and just go around like and cut corners with the sexual harassment laws with the child abuse laws and the child Hollywood child protection act Mm -hmm. and Because, like, these acts, they only, like, regulate talent agencies. But if you're a director, a manager, like, producer, like Dan Schneider, you can easily just go around it. And I think that if you have to, like, bring awareness to this, we have to watch shows that, like, teach us about this. And I think also, I think we should teach children that are entering this field about sexual abuse, about verbal abuse, about all this kind of abuse that's occurring and teach them what it, how they should be treated if they are going to take this kind of job at a young age. It seems like you can be so isolated as a child. You know, we ask children who are talented, be it in sports, be it in the performing arts, we ask them to come out and make all of these decisions at such a young age that, you know, mind you, at 40, 50 years old, people are still, you know, weighing some of these decisions about their career and they're doing this by themselves. So, you know, I have to agree with you that there has to be, if we're asking these children to come out and make these decisions, the laws that you talked about, it's a good start, but clearly it's not enough. You know, maybe they're going to have to go through these, you know, I don't know, training with the parents. It's going to have to be enforced. You know, there is maybe going to have to be ways that they can report abuse separate and apart from their parents. I don't know. This is something that I'll have to look into and report back on, you know, what type of individuals are there on set that actors can you know, privately go and speak to. So there's a whole host of things that I'm sure that can be done. So at the end of the day, you said that you had watched this show, you had been fond of the actress. Do you know any updates? How is she doing now? What ultimately, she did not appear on the reboot, so to speak, kind of the reunion of this show. What is she doing now and how is she doing? Do you know? Well, so when she turned 19, she finally decided to get help for her eating disorder. It was a battle. It was a struggle, but she met her eating disorder, her final one, her 
eating disorder specialist named Hank and he used a lot of therapies to help her truly heal and she says that she's had a couple slips now and then but she really is on the road to recovery and happiness but her time on the network was hellish in her own words okay and it really like hindered her ability to find out who she is as a person and really what she wanted to do because she was forced into a career so she quit acting she quit hollywood for good and i think she has her own projects going on maybe i think she might be doing some directing but she knows that she doesn't want to do like acting it isn't her field anymore Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so, so, so very much. Again, I maintain over the course of this month and going forward that if we are going to consume entertainment that involves children, if we're going to watch them in sports, whatever the different forms, performing arts, ballet, that we understand and know what's going on behind. I think that we have too many resources. We have social media. We have the internet. You have your Google search bar, your Bing search bar. Find out a little bit about what we are sitting back and entertaining ourselves with to make sure that we aren't, you know, contributing unknowingly or unwittingly to the suffering of children. Thank you so much for doing this. And uh, it was fun having you on the show. Really appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And always, it's a pleasure. Be well until the next episode. Take care. All information and content in this podcast is provided for entertainment purposes only. Nothing in this podcast shall constitute legal advice and shall not create an attorney-client relationship. This information is general and may not be applicable to your particular circumstances. You should review your particular circumstances with an attorney. All liability with respect to actions taken or not taken based on the contents of this podcast is hereby expressly disclaimed.